Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in-store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Highlighting the pride of the Pacific, it's Pacific Flair with Peter Alatini and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. It's 7.33 here on SENZ. It is time for Pacific Flair and Peter Alatini in the house. G'day, Peter. How are you doing? Malolele, Ricardo. Very good. Very good. As I was saying, it's always uh, pretty good to get that extra day um, away from work as such. But is it? For some. Is it? <laughs> for I, I some. Sorry, Benny. Sorry, boys. Sorry, boys. For some. Get the violin out for me. Get the violin out for me, mate. Um, I, Pacific Flair. It's, an, it's another Pacific Flair show this, <laughs> this season where we've got no game to talk about. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, we either have no game or we have two games to talk yeah, about. Yeah, no it's, it's the way that it works. Uh, I mean, you know, there's got to be disappointing for the boys, and the, and this is you know no fault of their own. I mean, there's you know they've gone over there, everything's supposed to be going ahead, and then all of a sudden the force fall over. I think I see. Um, I think I, I read on the article where um, as I was a bit upset around the uh, the process of um, when they were told that mm. their team was away. Going through well, and, and I understand his disappointment, especially when they had to do the same to fulfil, you know, when they when heaps of their boys got COVID and they mm-hmm. still put a team out to play. Um, I did read that um, from the four, uh, four saying that they had a majority, they just couldn't make up a team to, to actually play. They will be competitive as such. But, um, yeah, disappointing in, in all fronts for them. Um, all the same, just to get that continuity and game going, you know. Yeah. Now you you mentioned to me that the media manager, a few of the players were in, in the US. Are they doing a bit of a promo push over there? Big Pacific Island community, of course, uh, particularly around San Diego and, and San Francisco. It's around their um, sponsor EarthX, mm-hmm. and they had a, um, I think it's like an expo. And so, being being a sponsor for the team, they, they took a couple of players over there to to do promos. But I think which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Eh? Look, I think we've spoken before. If they can get another revenue. Avenue from from the states of all places again Polynesians all around and um, that'll be fantastic for the franchise going forward. Yeah, well, I was talked to Rick Salito um, during the week. He's the general manager now of the, of Rugby Union New York. As, as I think that's how it's said. Oh, it's, it's, it messes me up every time I try and say it. Um, but that Major League Rugby is really growing and growing and growing. And you know, I mean, uh, and they've got a lot of Kiwis over there. They've got, I think. Um, well, not only is Andy Ellis, but now Wasaki Naholo is, is signed to play for them. Correct. Uh, and Ma Nonu's running around for the San Diego Legion as well. I mean, you know, and that is a place where there's a lot of Samoan uh, people in around San Diego. I know they've they've got a big following there. So there's probably, you know, if you look at pre-season next season, they could do worse than going and playing a couple of games in California. Mate, it'll, it'll be fantastic. And, I, and like you said, I think the... the um the Major League uh, Rugby is definitely picking up. They are uh, picking up a lot of our top club players as well, mm. who are fringe kind of NPC for Auckland. A whole lot have gone over, um, which gives a great opportunity, but the level of rugby at, at MR is starting to get better. And I know, like, 
likes of Nani, I saw a clip, he's still carving up. Orini Ai yeah. has come out of retirement to um, fulfill uh, injury. Uh, you, you had injuries. any phone calls, Peter? Not yet, I'm waiting no, patiently, waiting? but okay, I said I'll, I'll probably push back. <laughs> I'd just rather do the uh, flair with, you, with yourself and Benny here, mate. So, but yeah, look, um, so so I think it's good for the game. Yeah. I think it's good for the game that there are opportunities for other players to play. But again, it might be the connection for... Um, Moana Pacifica going forward to play. Yeah, and not only Moana Pacifica, but also if you really look at it, uh, particularly with the way that South Africa sort of seemed to be embracing Europe more, that means there's going to be less money in the in the TV pot when they, when they come to you know renegotiate, and you need to find another market. And I mean, if they can get on the, if they can piggyback Sans, uh, well not Sansar obviously because the, the, the SA is gone pretty much. <laughs> but New Zealand rugby, Australian rugby um, can yeah. jump on the on, you know and get some some leverage out of America and potentially um, even introduce an American team or two. I think again that'll be a great idea, and they, I'm, I'm sure they'll be looking at that option, knowing for well that South Africa will be gone out of Sansar a few times. So. Interesting, interesting times, but I, I do think there's there's good opportunity there. I mean, there's still, I suppose, um, I don't know where Japan sits um, with everything, but I think either or. But America seems to be pretty good, just the fact that there's a lot of our players and Aussie players actually playing in a lot of those teams. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I th- I thought really they you know they they pulled the Sunwolves at the wrong time, just as they were getting things right. It, it all fell over. Um, and you know, I know there's a lot of politics in Japanese rugby <laughs> because of the way. Um, all the corporates run mm. the clubs, and they weren't really interested. So, I mean, really, for me, the the answer there is you go to Toyota or you go to Rico and you go, do you want a team in Super Rugby? And you sell it to them rather than the Japanese Rugby Union. I agree, and that's probably where the frustrations, especially with, I think, Philo will have had um, in coaching the team. But yep. I think he got it within the second year. Like you said, they were just starting to come right in, and they, that was because they were starting to get some of the top Japanese players who play national sides playing in that team, so makes sense. Just like the Hagawaris did with, with all their groups. So, um, yeah, there was. I mean, they're not um, they're not short of money over there in Japan. So I'm sure if something attractive came enough for one of those corporate teams, <laughs> they may just say yes. Well, exactly. And, and once again, that that works both ways, mm. right? You know. And the other thing is, you can't tell me that Jamie Joseph and Tony Brown don't want to have oh. Japanese representation in Super Rugby. Exactly, and they, they, that's, I mean, how they get some of their players playing at good level. They, the boys that came down to Highlanders and, and played over there for a few years, um, the Sunwolves playing in that game, it did give them a level of uh, physicality and, and the pace. I mean, the pace of the game they handle well, but uh, I think it was more the physicality and, and, and um, being able to uh, have depth within the squad. Now, Moana Pacifica, of course, didn't play this weekend, but they did come off... Like, how many was it? It was five games in three weeks, roughly, wasn't it, mm. no, basically? So maybe having this week off, well, not ideal, because they're going to have to make it up somewhere, but might not hurt them, particularly given that they've got the Rebels first up, and it looks like a really good opportunity to get another win. agree. Look, they they have been, um, and just, just following their social pages, seeing the boys um, still freshen up, I think, and, and it, it take that week to really get their bodies back into it, so it might play in their favour. But just watching, you know, watching the Rebels play, you know, they're still going to have to work hard. I mean, you know, the Crusaders have to work hard in, in the second half to, to run away with it. But it's still going to be pretty tough and it'll be there in Perth. Uh, sorry, they got the Rebels, sorry, in yep. uh, Melbourne again. So, yep. you know, they're going to have to just keep um, um, keep at it and, and really kind of where they, where they have been strong is, is getting that continuity in the game going. Yeah, exactly, and keep that going. And we're going to have uh, Kevin Senior on the uh, on the show shortly, so we'll take a break. When we come back, Kevin will join us, and we'll talk a bit more about Moana Pacifica and what the future holds, and, and get a pick from him mm-hmm. for this Rebels game as well. 
This is Pacific Flair, Peter Alatini in the house with me, Ricardo Ball, uh, talking Moana Pacifica and joining us is their director of rugby, Kevin Senior. G'day, Kevin. How you doing? Hey, Talofa, my little boys. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. You didn't manage to get on the donut over to the US for that trip. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, um, I'm, down, I'm down the picking order, mate. I'm down, <laughs> down the picking order. <laughs> you know, you know Alo would have sorted himself out, eh, if he was in there? <laughs> of course he would have. He's not on the classic wallabies or something like that. Or the classic all blacks. Yeah, Talofa, Kevin, how did we not get in that classic all blacks to Spain, mate? Yeah, you know, I don't know. We kind of got the short end of the decade, didn't we? Yeah. Well, we got we got the good trip down to the East Coast, though. I enjoyed that. That's right, Kevy. That's that's what matters, mate. We're community, brother. <laughs> All about the community, man. Hey, Kevy, how's the team been um, over? And uh, you know, sort of having a, I get a bit of a loose week in Melbourne. Uh, disappointing not to have a game first weekend up, eh? Yeah, that is. Uh, oh, that definitely disappointing, lay So. Uh, upon kind of you know receiving the news uh, with um, the force having COVID, and then you know it's a bit of a bummer because you're watching those games unfold over the, you know um, the Super Round and, and not necessarily being part of the, the weekend. Definitely disappointing, eh? And not being part of the occasion. And anyway, I've kind of gotten over that. And, and today is the first day of their kind of weekday leading into Saturday. Um, so they've got something to focus on. They, they, the Rebels this weekend. Yeah, they do. I mean, I don't know how many numbers you took over there, but did you have enough to do an opposed training, or did you? Is there a local club side that the, the boys had a run against? What What did they do for the week? Uh, the, uh it probably allowed the the group to actually freshen up, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So, off the back of three weeks and having the six games and three weeks having, uh, I suppose, the weekend off as such and not having contacts, not a bad thing, eh? So they just did a bit of training themselves. Um, there's no there's no uh, opposed training as such. They've got a group of about 27 over there. So I think it's just an opportunity to kind of refresh um, and then kind of build into um, this week against the Rebels. Kevy, um, obviously coming coming through against the Rebels, um, we know our, our some of our challenges with Moana Pacific has been our set pieces. Um, in terms of these games going forward, obviously this great uh, opportunity. What um, is it? The, is it the level of of the players uh, at the moment that we're struggling with in the set pieces, or is it just um, where we're at as such with these boys? Oh, the, I think um, it's it a bit challenging eh, over the um, three weeks and changing combinations. They mm-hmm. eh, with COVID bringing in a um, number of different players that haven't been part of the group from the beginning, but. Put put it this way, eh? Um, with kind of uh, the week that we've just finished, and then that group being consistent, eh? Staying together over the last nearly kind of, I suppose, week and a bit. Um, I know there's been no excuses, eh? It's actually an opportunity to get the cohesion, and then start really applying kind of these systems, and, and um, I, you know, feel all teams here pretty well, eh? <laughs> Starting to, not just the AJ, but nice. um, I suppose accountability eh, for, mm. for taking uh, responsibility for their own roles mm. on the field. So probably no, no excuses as such. It's just a case of now uh, the opportunity to execute it with actually no kind of, I suppose, not too many factors at play eh, with kind of the storm weeks and, and the changing of the, the kind of the players. Mm. Have, you, have you got a, any insight yet into when that game's going to be made up? Oh, wouldn't have a clue. Um, no, I was talking to our CE, uh, Pilnato Sakaria, who returned back from Melbourne on the weekend, and uh, I know that's just uh, in limbo at the moment, but I, I believe, um, I think our focus is just getting this game on mm-hmm. and uh, having to entertain that again. Eh, it's, it's a little bit of a, yeah, a bit of a sour taste in the mouth, but we, we, we'll, we'll do it. 
um, we've kind of accepted a number of the challenges that come our way. So whenever that is actually planned, um, the, the boys will be riding behind it and certainly with Aaron leading the charge there. In terms of uh, this week, as mentioned, we've got, you know, we've got these great opportunities in these Aussie teams. Our boys, are how excited are they, um, especially to play <laughs> a different team other than the New Zealand teams? <laughs> yeah, um, I think like you guys, I'm sure you guys have your views. It was interesting just watching the matchup, say, with the New Zealand teams against the Aussie teams. And uh, it's unfortunate because we would have had the first game eh, against mm. the Force. So that's obviously not that not to be uh, at, this, at this case. But I know that they'll be just really keen and eager mm. um, to get out there and kind of, uh, yeah, I suppose... Kind of, I suppose, just measure themselves against mm. the group, but also respect them two way. Yeah. And take a what, what you just questioned before, Peter, is actually our ability to stay concentrating eh, and, and focus, eh, uh, mm. particularly when we get into kind of set piece. Nice. Yeah. So um, they'll be up for the challenge, but also an opportunity to kind of measure ourselves as yeah, well. It's just and the Rebels, Rebels showed yesterday that they're up for it. Sorry, you just made me uh, think of something actually because on the draw, even though this was a super round where everybody played in Melbourne, but the draw, that game against the Force was your home game. So does that mean when it yeah. gets rescheduled it's going to be in Auckland? Uh, possibly, and that's kind of, that's, that's just all up in the air eh, when I was talking about um, CEO, but if it does come back towards us, it's good because it obviously allows us for a home game and, and obviously, yeah, to get a crowd in, but oh, there's just so many logistics. Hey, is, is mm. yeah, yeah. You're planning for you because <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> it's been tough. Hey, eh? look, we we haven't been dealt the cards that we've uh, kind of uh, wished, especially being a new franchise, um, and then obviously the challenges of COVID. But in terms of the boys' spirits, um, uh, Kevy, I know the culture has been a massive. Part in keeping the boys um, yeah. going. Um, how about how about the young players in terms of uh, their mental well-being and, 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 and the challenge they're having? How have they been able to kind of uh, keep themselves going through through this competition? Oh, good, that's a good question. I'll try my best to answer that one. But um, I think safety yeah, and mm. identity um, is, that kind of goes hand in hand. Eh? So mm. safety in terms of their culture. So you know, um, being. Being proud, being Tongan, being proud, being Cook Islander, being proud, being Samoan, and that kind of underpins, I suppose, the identity of the team. So the ability to kind of do that in a short period of time, we, we didn't have to reinvent anything, eh? like kind of trying to build a franchise as such. Um, so it was just actually just coming together and everyone accepting kind of who they are and really, um, I suppose, man, championing it and being really proud of it. Awesome. So that, that's, that's kind of the cultural piece. Eh? And you can see that, eh? I'm sure, a lot of the public seeing that kind of like, you know, manifest and everyone's really proud and it's bringing a real added value. What's the draw? And, uh, and that's kind of littered through most of the New Zealand teams anyway, right? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, we just get yes. to do it every day, all day. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Kevin, and, 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 sorry, carry on, Kevin. Yeah. Oh, and, and then the other part is um, what we were just sharing about before, eh, Ala, mm. is just that performance culture, eh, week in, week out. Mm. Unfortunately, you know, like, yeah, things haven't gone, I, I suppose, just the... Uh, the COVID um, and then also the nature of the kind of storm weeks, they would we, just accept it mm. and have to just kind of just punch on. Right and right. our identity and our cultural bit kind of keeps us grounded. Mm. But at the same time, the humility mm. and at the same time accepting some of the things there and going, okay, well, this is where the level's at. Mm. So it's been a massive learning and journey for everyone involved, not just the players, but <laughs> nice. management, coaches, 
as well, eh? Because no one's ever done this. Then. For sure. And both an outsider, mate, Allah, we've yeah. never ever done anything <laughs> like that, eh? It's that's right. right. Yeah, and that's right. Around, around different competitions we've played in. Now, I mentioned earlier, Kevin, about the, the trip to the US, and I know that was sponsor-related, but is the US market yeah. that you've looked at as director of rugby and gone, you know, Major League Rugby is like a larger, better-funded NPC, effectively, and there's a lot of Pacific Island players up there, particularly on the West Coast. Is that somewhere that you guys are looking, uh, developing relationships with clubs and, and things, and potentially somewhere that you could look to recruit from in the, in the future? Yeah, probably a good opportunity to plug um, Earthix. <laughs> um, <laughs> plug away, um, brother. Plug, plug away. away. In front of the jersey. <laughs> um, so up in Dallas, say, is uh, Earth. Uh, yeah, Earthix, a uh, big conference up there, and it was a good way to celebrate and, t- and take some of our um, players up there for a great experience as well and, and be ambassadors for the club. So there is a bit of a fit there, eh? And uh, certainly kind of that California South um, Coast eh, is massive Pacific Island influence up there. So yeah, it just it just fits, and then in terms of our relationships, yep, through the likes of Michael Jones, um, Mike and Networks, and oh man, Pacific Area, eh? they're everywhere. So there are a number of uh, awesome people in the club system over there, MLR, um, and players that we know of that are playing over there. And naturally, yeah, there, there's there's a fit, eh? and it's just a case of what does that look like, and an opportunity for a pathway too for um, Super Rugby. I still believe is the, the, one of the top competitions in the world. So it's just a case, you know, if there's opportunities for some of our players um, to play over there, or even boys from the island as well. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good opportunity to explore. Oh, that's fantastic. If you had, just last for me, mate, I just um, just want to give you big ups and acknowledgement to the work you've done with uh, Moana Pacifica, especially as Director of Rugby. I've, uh, we've had a couple of uh, casual chats around it in terms of the work that's uh, done in the in the back scene, mate, and uh, it's it's a testament to yourself and, and the rest of your team in terms of where the boys are at, especially through these challenges um, and, and the fact that you guys are still ready to keep going. Um, when when the opportunity comes, so that's it for me, brother. I'll just malo apito, and uh, we'll catch up soon. No, thanks so much. Uh, I think of um, those who have gone before. I say have laid the way, and um, I think of your father too, Alae. I think of the late Peter Fatielofa and um, many many great say who are kind of unspoken heroes that will have done this say in their memory. And uh, yeah, man, it's just for our communities eh, and enabling a pathway. So it's a, it's a pleasure and. Uh, the talk to away just to serve a safe rock communities. Yeah, and uh, keep up the good work, Kevin. I, I imagine right now the conversations are about which of this squad you keep for next season. Are they all on one-year deals or you got multi-year deals? Oh, no, we've got multi-year deals and there's a few others that would love to try and keep on uh, for another season. But, um, yeah, we're kind of going through that period at the moment. And, um, Come on, EarthX. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, EarthX and your brothers and sisters yeah, around yeah. here. Any, anyone else? Sir Michael needs us to plug his Carl's Jr. We'll do it, man. Whatever. <laughs> hey, Kevin, thank you very much for coming on and giving us some time, bro. I really appreciate it. Go well. Uh, and, thanks and, for your guys' time and opportunities now. Yeah. Oh mate, we, uh, we're all about it here on SCNZ, mate. Our, our, our Pacific Flair show is all about you guys, and uh, we just want to uh, sort of promote you and and give you big ups um, for the rest of uh, rest of your season, and look forward to seeing you beat the Rebels this weekend. Yes, yeah, love it. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> I was like, Bye, mate. Yes, no worries. My yeah, uh, the director of rugby from uh, Moana Pacifica there, Kevin Senior, with us. That is uh, Pacific Flair for another week. Uh, Peter, thanks very much for coming in again. Always a pleasure, Ricardo. Oh. Unlike Marshy, eh, boys? Unlike Marshy. <laughs> hey, Peter shows up week I in, show week up out. Week in, week out, Marshy. <laughs> <laughs> 
For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.